0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org
1: party today. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, offering support for your spiritual growth and addiction recovery. Here's Reverend Dan Beckett. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery podcast. We are glad you're with us today. I'm Rev. Dan Beckett here with co-host Rev. Michelle Vargas. Together, we share ways that spirituality and addiction recovery intertwine and work together to support your spiritual growth in your own recovery journey. We're basically a couple of recovery nerds and ordained unity ministers sharing our experience, strength, and hope on this spiritual journey of addiction recovery. We hope that something you hear today will be helpful to you on your own recovery journey.
0: We invite your questions, comments, wisdom, and feedback anytime. Just send an email to spiritofrecoveryunity at gmail.com. Facebook users, you can message us from our Facebook page, Spirit of Recovery. Just click the send message button right below the banner. And please help us carry the message by following and subscribing to Spirit of Recovery on your favorite podcast platform.
1: Today's episode is titled, Let Go and Let God, drawn once again from the daily reflection. It reminds us that in the 12 and 12 on page 96, we read, Praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. When I let go and let God, I think more clearly and wisely, it says. Without having to think about it, I quickly let go of things that cause me immediate pain and discomfort. Because I find it hard to let go of the kind of worrisome thoughts and attitudes that cause me immense anguish, all I need do during those times is allow God, as I understand Him, to release them for me. And then and there, I let go of the thoughts, memories, and attitudes that are troubling me. When I receive help from God as I understand Him, I can live my life one day at a time and handle whatever challenges come my way. Only then can I live a life of victory over alcohol and comfortable sobriety. Again, from the daily reflection.
0: Oh, wow. This is such a big topic. I'm not even sure where to begin. <laughs> um, We were talking before the show about what this meant to us, before like a long time ago when we when we were first learning this stuff versus how our understanding of let go and let god has evolved over time i thought that would be interesting for us to talk about um so when i came into the program spirituality was totally new i so i i found i found sobriety first 12 step first and then unity whereas you were in unity and then found the 12 steps yeah so it's the opposite for me um so but i did find unity shortly i think in my first first or second year of sobriety and so um so when i first came in the program all of this stuff was new to me so when i heard let go and let god what i heard was um that I didn't have to worry about things or really do anything at all because God was going to do it for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could just, um, I could just let go and God was going to solve all my problems. In fact, I think I remember hearing people say like, God is solving your problems while you're sleeping or whatever. And And I'm not even going to say that that's not true or that that's wrong, but my understanding of what that means has evolved a lot. Trying to describe this is is challenging. Um, So, of course, in unity. We don't subscribe to or teach an interventionist God. Right. Am I right? Yes. I mean, we don't teach that God is going to reach God's hand down and fix all our problems. Um, but I don't want to say that we teach a hands-off God either. So it's it's very hard to very hard to describe this, yeah. and, and maybe not everyone in Unity would agree with me. I do believe that. The the one power and one presence that we call God is active in our lives, but not in a way of intervening and doing for me what I need to do for myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, totally. Um, God, this is really hard. to. It's harder to describe than I thought it was going to be. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so let go and let let me think about what it meant when I came in. Yeah. I think it was sort of on that list of mysterious phrases that yeah. you know how it is, slowly over time I began to see the wisdom in them. Whatever it might be, you know, think 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 and the signs upside down or or whatever. We had them all over the walls in my home group when I came in. Right. So let go and let God. I mean, I certainly have had life experience of a lot of worry and anxiety. So the that's where my mind went is like I would love to let go of that. Right. What do you know, whatever it is that I'm worried about, whatever it is I'm afraid of, I would love to let go of that and I like I really like the idea that a power greater than myself can i just sort of hand it over yeah literally just to release myself yeah from that worry that fear or you know the need to control something or some outcome so that much i got it's not i've not found it easy to do it's easy to characterize like that but doing it uh, for me, has become a matter of practice, just like everything. You know, we talk about spiritual practice. This is no different. And the the longer that I've been sober, the more I've leaned into uh, my spiritual growth, if you will, into step work, into being part of the community. The more of that that I did, the easier it became to begin letting things go. I don't Ever want to imply that it was that it's that it ever was or even still is easy, but it gets better over time. That I know, and through a prayer practice as well, of course.
0: I mean, I think the concept of letting go in general is incredibly helpful because we do hold onto things much too tightly and we do tend to think that we have to solve all of the universe's problems we carry way too much on our shoulders Um, we think we have to solve all our own problems Um, and so this idea of holding things a little more loosely or letting them go i think is really helpful the question and i don't even have the answer but i'm posing this question to both of us today is when i let go and let god what does god doing if god is not somehow a being in the sky that reaches their hand down to help us what is god and what does god do when i let go and let god
1: yeah i think like you were saying before it's sort of certainly different to different of us Mm -hmm. so i don't know that i could characterize it for everyone and i'm not even sure what what it means for me um because I also, you know, don't picture a God that reaches down and, you know, wakes up in a bad mood one day and somebody gets cancer or whatever. I just don't think of the spirit in that way. So it's sort of like, let go and be done with it in a way, Mm
0: -hmm. let go
1: and let that be enough, let go Mm -hmm. and let the universe deal with whatever it is but the let go part of it i think is the most important now there is of course a a matter of faith and a level of trust in our higher power that's required to do this and that's another thing that i learned over time one step at a time one piece at a time of letting go i remember even feeling many times in my sobriety like um yeah, I trust God, except this thing's really important, so I have to handle it. <laughs> that yeah, kind of exactly. Thing. It's like, okay, I can, I can let go of the easy stuff, but when it comes to stuff that really kind of threatens my sense of self or my financial security or whatever it is, all of a sudden I'm right back in there doing anything but letting go. Yeah. Letting God. So perhaps the truest statement we could make, maybe, see what you think, is that we each discover what this means uh, over time, allowing, of course, for it to change over time.
0: So, I think that some people, perhaps in unity, might shorten this to just let go. They, They would take out the let God part. I wouldn't do that, and here's why. I teach that the reason we are able to let go is because we have trust in our higher power. Otherwise, yeah. why should I let go into the abyss? Heck yeah. no, right. I'm not going to let go. I mean, if God isn't, if the universe or God or spirit or whatever is not going to help me, you know, then I, I'm certainly not going to just let go and, you know, into nothingness. No, the reason I'm able to let go is because I do trust that there is somehow there is this energy and this intelligence and this power in the universe that can guide me when I let go. But let me Pick up another piece of this. And was it in the part that we read? Okay, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. So this opens a whole nother can of worms. What is God's will for us? Right. And again, in my early sobriety, I did think that, you know, that there was my will, which was the fun stuff that I wanted to do. And then there was God's will, which was the not fun stuff that was good for me. Right. Well, that sets up a real problem.
1: Yes, it right. Does.
0: You know, so basically what that sets up is this idea that, you know, the God path or the spiritual path is not going to be any fun. And I've somehow got to, you know, give up my fun so that I can lead this spiritual path. It turns out that is not what it's been about for me at all. And um, God's will to me really just means my highest good. And that's helped me a lot because I don't know whether God gets into specifics of like, okay, I want Michelle to get up today and go do this or go do that. Or if it's a general, you know, the arc of the universe is bent towards goodness. Um, I'm not exactly sure how all of that works, but I I do believe that um, God's will for me if, and again, this is personifying God, right, to even assume that God has a will. but God wants, um, goodness and, and growth and expansion for all of us. That's, that's our purpose here. That's why we're here is to grow and expand and learn and, um, be more at peace and be more happy and be more joyful and more loving and more compassionate and all of those things. So when I say let go and let God and let, you know, what did it say? Um, Praying for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. That means I let go into whatever is for my highest good, right? I want, God wants my highest good. I want to want my highest good too. I have to align my desire for myself with God's desire for me, which is my highest good. But I may not always know what that is, right? And so that's where the letting go comes in.
1: I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly it. Because really? our, our minds are severely limited, right? Yeah. And the spirit is unlimited by definition. Right. And right. so if I am holding on to some way of seeing something, especially if it's troubling to me, that's just what I decided it means. And once I, I know that once my mind does that, it's very, very hard to see any other option, any other way other way of understanding it and this power this this let go and let God is really uh putting voice to the power of surrender and to sort of giving up the idea that I know everything about this and therefore I know exactly what it is and it's all uh it's horrible and my life is horrible right yeah. if I can just let go of the thought that my way of seeing it is the only way of seeing it then that opens the door for all kinds of other wonderful stuff to come in for, you know, you could characterize that as blessings from God or blessings of the spirit to enter into my life experience, because I finally let go of my one and only way of seeing it's got to be this. I'm totally convinced I'm freaking out. I don't want this to happen or whatever. So if I can just give up that idea, it, it, by, you know, it just, it has to do this. It sort of allows my mind to open. And all of a sudden, maybe all of a sudden, I see something else. I've heard it said that, you know, a door opens where before there was no door. Right. That happens when I surrender, when I let go and let God. That will not happen if I'm convinced that the way I see it is the only and 100% way of seeing it.
0: Yeah. The other piece of this for me is this idea that I don't have to force things to happen or to turn out a certain way. Now this was this was something I learned in recovery. I mean, I didn't so I was told, you know, let just let things go, they will work themselves out. You know, things will unfold as they should. Whoa, that was a whole I was like what? I mean, my feeling was like if I didn't hold tightly to everything and make things come out a certain way, that everything was going to hell in a handbasket. So this this way of living requires a real shift, where you've got to sort of embrace this idea that things aren't going to hell in a handbasket; that there indeed is somehow an arc towards goodness um, in the universe, and that if you let go of some of your control, that things will sort of have a way of working out. You know, I, I, it's so hard to explain this stuff because it certainly doesn't mean don't do anything. It doesn't mean just sit back and wait for God to solve all our problems. But it does mean, like you said, a loosening of our grip on what we think needs to happen and, a, and allowing for more things to unfold on their own, and yeah, I've learned that. that things will unfold on their own. Um, and the other thing is, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. This happens to me all the time now. I guess it's getting older.
1: Yeah, that's all right. uh, That that right. I'm glad that you said that because I, I wasn't thinking of it. But that concept of allowing, allowing allowing things to unfold because my mind, my thinking mind thinks that it knows everything about yes. a situation or something. And yeah. if I can't let go of that, if I can't surrender that know-it-all position, right. then I'm really locked in. I've I've locked myself into a, you know, a jail cell of sorts. But if I can allow things to unfold in ways that are different than what my fearful mind thinks is possible, then all of a sudden, all kinds of amazing things can happen. And then I begin to realize over time that, you know, my mind, as helpful as it is, is actually the source of almost all the trouble in my life. (laughs) And it's telling me that it has the solution to all the trouble in my life only to discover, no, that's not it. The solution is to stop thinking that it knows everything and and or believing that it knows everything. This is genuinely difficult yes. to do. But this process of continually surrendering, you know, we do it in a in a sitting meditation, right? Our mind is doing its thing. Okay, I'm watching my breath. And then my mind takes off and I go, oh, I'm doing it again. I, and I think, I say thinking, and then yep. I return my attention to my breath over and right. over and over and over and over. My yep. mind seemingly will not stop. But Through a practice like that, I can begin to realize that there are options. There are ways that something could unfold that I don't know anything about. Yeah. There have to be. Either I know everything, not, or there are ways that a situation could unfold that I can't even conceive of. And that's what I'm trying to allow for.
0: So I just picked up the thread that I had lost, and it was this idea that more will be revealed. I loved when I learned that. So sometimes our, Our ego minds, um, because I want to differentiate between our human ego minds and our higher selves, right? What in unity we would call um, our higher self, um, our God mind, our Christ consciousness, that in us, which is connected to the all that is. Right, we have access to that also, but I'm gonna get to that in a second. (laughs) But this, so the ego mind tells us that everything is urgent, it's got to be done right now, you know. And this idea if it's if the way is not clear right now, just chill, you know, in modern language, just chill the heck out, and more will be revealed. Maybe you don't need to act right this minute, maybe if you just hold on. Later today, or tomorrow, or the next day, something is going to happen that is going to make the way clear. Whereas previously, I thought I had to act right now. So it's this idea of taking the urgency out of things and just being like, you know, let me just see what happens. Let me see how this unfolds. It's not clear to me yet what I need to do, but I trust that it will become clear what I need to do as things unfold. So, so just hanging on and and allowing things to reveal, allowing the way to reveal itself to me rather than me forcing my way down the path.
1: I think that's it exactly. And that phrase, let go, let God, is just like a short form of what you just said. It's a reminder of yeah. what you just described. And I'm what's coming to mind for me right now is one of the ways of conceiving of God that I have found helpful is God as a field of infinite possibility. Mm-hmm. But my mind is severely limited. Yeah. And so if I wanna break out of my sort of self-created um, imprisonment in my head, I have got to let go of what I think something is and the ways that I think it might resolve in order to allow this field of infinite possibility to have some influence. And I'm just trying to say in a different way exactly what you said, because I think you nailed it.
0: Yeah, and what I was going to say about, so the way unity sort of explains this stuff is that there is the God mind, which would be the all in all, right? Source, the vast intelligence, the one power, the one presence, the absolute, that is the God mind. But we each have some of that God mind or a connection to that God mind in us, right? So we have our human mind, but we also have our higher self. So if you're uncomfortable with this idea of letting go and letting God, you could reframe it as letting go with my human ego mind and letting my higher self, my God mind come online, right? So the God mind being that part of us that spirit in us that can access that field of all possibilities that can access the absolute realm to get the answers that we need it's sort of like downloading something out of the cloud you know what i mean and and that's where we can get the guidance and the wisdom that we need because all knowledge of everything is in god right? It's just that my human mind doesn't always know how to access it. So that's something that we do in prayer and meditation is we tap into that realm where and then sort of download wisdom from it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's the the bottom line for me is that my mind is limited, the spirit is unlimited. So let me let mm-hmm. go of my limitations yeah. that other approaches might come in. Well, let's use this moment to shift into what we like to call recovery in a nutshell. When we try to summarize the pieces of all this that we found most helpful on our own recovery journey. So Reverend Michelle, if someone came to you and said, you know, give me the the elevator, the quick, the one minute answer to how do I let go and let God like everyone keeps talking about anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like a broken record because I feel like every week I say the same thing, which is that. It begins with developing and strengthening our relationship with the higher power. So we've got to spend time in prayer and meditation every day or walking in nature or sitting by the ocean or whatever it is for you. We've got to come to know God and and forge a relationship with God. Then we have something to let go into, right? So that's, that's the primary of like everything. And then once we have that relationship with God, letting go is not as hard because we know that when we let go, when we let go of the ego, human minds need to understand and do and control, then the God mind can come in and that is what catches us and that is what guides us and sustains us. So that's what I would say.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. What came to me is practice, practice, practice. Just Mm -hmm. like everything else, realize this is not a one and done. And even if the light bulb goes on, there's more to it than that. I try to remember always. And then to uh, turn within, you know, begin within, uh, communing with the spirit within myself. And I'm just talking about Mm -hmm. a simple, straight up mindfulness meditation, nothing fancy or exotic. It really is as simple as that. But doing it regularly, like Mm -hmm. you said, daily. And then I, I, sometimes forget but then somehow always manage to remember the power of the serenity prayer like put Mm -hmm. that prayer into practice accept the things i cannot change courage to change the things i can and wisdom to know which is it so there is a letting go that acceptance is uh, just another way of saying letting go stop trying to control it or or what have you uh become become willing to be wrong is another thing that i've had to do in order to help mm. me let go and also to affirm that i'm okay even if things turn out different than i might want it's another way of acknowledging my the limitation of my mind i love the saying that i've heard in the rooms god didn't save me from drowning in the ocean just to let me die on the beach it's going to be okay i'm going to yeah. be all right if i could just relax and and let go of my fears and see what the you know, the field of infinite possibility might bring to my attention, then all can be well.
0: Yeah, I think I've said that saying in a different way, God didn't get me sober for me to be miserable.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. I affirm that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not no, it's fun. Believe it or not, if you're new, yeah, to it's this, not you might all think we're, fun, but I think we're lying, but it right. is genuinely joyful is. and fun. Exactly. And being sober is to be filled with life.
0: And it's true. I mean, we didn't get sober to be miserable. We got sober to be living happy, joyous, and free. Not every single day and not every moment, but the vast majority, right? Well, as always, we have an affirmation for you, and this is our affirmation today. Turning within to connect with my higher power, I let go and let God and all is well.
1: And once again, turning within to connect with my higher power, I let go and let God and all is well. Well, it's happened again. You've given yourself the gift of another episode of Spirit of Recovery, and we are grateful that you have. We hope that you found something in all of our yammering today that you find genuinely helpful. And we bless you wherever you are on your recovery journey.
0: And as always, we invite your questions, comments, wisdom, and feedback anytime. Find us on our Facebook page at Spirit of Recovery or email us at spiritofrecoveryunity at gmail.com. And please, again, help us carry the message by following and subscribing to Spirit of Recovery on your favorite podcast platform.
1: We're so glad you joined us today and hope that you will join us again.
0: Yes, but until then, please don't drink like my co-host.
1: And whatever you do, don't drink like my co-host.
0: Instead, go ahead and have yourself a wonder-filled week.